I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. Live from the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's the Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, the Internet's first live comedy variety show. Featuring special correspondents from the worlds of entertainment, politics, and lousy relationships, everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you through the dinnerpartyshow.com with your hosts, New York Times best-selling novelists Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And welcome to the Dinner Party Show's live coverage of West Hollywood's Gay Pride Parade. The parade, which began at 11 o'clock this morning Pacific time, continues at this late hour thanks largely to the emotional breakdown of several dykes, which in turn triggered the physical breakdown of those dykes' bikes. Lord, that's a tongue twister. Who wrote this copy? We did, but we're <laughs> receiving word just now that after licensed mediators intervened, the dykes in question were able to talk through every inch of their direct route to the festival grounds in order to make sure that no bike got in another bike's way and no dyke hurt another dyke's feelings. Still no word on the feelings of those parade goers who are forced to stand around in the hot sun for hours during this prolonged act of public self-indulgence. But what would gay pride be without public self-indulgence? Uh, indeed. <laughs> Earlier here at our parade desk, we recorded a condescending interview from an alleged disco diva no one's ever heard of who talked about gay people as if we were all adorable little robots who were invented just to buy her album. That's right. And while we won't be showing one second of her insulting interview, we'd like to inform you that whatever her name was will be performing at the festival this evening to a scratchy playback of her latest unremarkable single with its TikTok beat and syrupy, repetitious melody. And let's not forget the disingenuous lyrics that exhort all the men on the dance floor to accept themselves for who they truly are while flaunting their steroid-enhanced physiques and inhaling mind-altering drugs. Okay, we're starting to sound like Fox News. We're starting to sound like people with taste in music. <laughs> Says the man who played Happiness by Alexis Jordan on 
repeat for an entire year. I'm sorry, I thought you just wanted to fucking dance. Love that song. Indeed. Our parade desk this year is perched <laughs> above Santa Monica Boulevard, where we have a perfect view of the rainbow balloon arch that almost suffocated three go-go boys on the Mickey's float. My favorite part of the parade so far. But tonight we'll be bringing you team coverage from all over West Hollywood, courtesy of our special correspondents. Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's most perfect gay uh. couple, will bring us a report from the grounds of the festival itself. And critic at large, Jordan Ampersand, will have several man, woman, and trans person on the street interviews to give us a read on the crowd. Well, good. Keep Jordan away from the desk. He's more likely to get run over by a float that way. But down on the street with in-depth parade coverage is our fairly imbalanced newsman, Breck Artery. Fairly imbalanced? Says who? Says me. Who's writing this copy? I think Breck has a lot of good things to say. I think he should try reporting the news. I think you should try having a little pride in our special correspondent. I think Breck should start talking right now. <laughs> Breck Artery, live from Santa Monica Boulevard and beautiful West Hollywood, where the city's annual Christopher Street West Pride Parade is underway. One can't help but wonder if New York City is having a Santa Monica Boulevard East Pride Parade, or does West Hollywood, the city with the largest per capita population of gay people in the world, just not feel gay enough? The crowds have been lining up along what is Main Street in this tiny but glamorous little metropolis, located more or less directly in the center of giant metropolis, Los Angeles. The Dykes on Bikes deafening traditional drive-by kicked off this the 29th annual West Hollywood version of the LA Pride Parade and Festival about nine or so hours ago. The nation's first Pride Parade was held not far from here in East Hollywood along world-famous Hollywood Boulevard. Beginning in 1970, while other cities were having protests and demonstrations to mark the first anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, Los Angeles chose instead to celebrate Pride. After a checkered history with open opposition and animosity from the city of Los Angeles proper, including one year when they could not manage to have the festival at all, the parade and the attendant festival moved here to West Hollywood improper in 1984, okay, okay, where okay. it has Rack, been held ever Rack, since. Rack. Yes, Christopher! I hear there's a parade going on down there. Well, yes, of course. You want to talk about it? I mean, let's put the live back into, you know, live. Right you are, Christopher. Here comes a big red... I'm going to call this a flatbed. Don't know much about trucks. On the back, there are a lot of half-naked men pole dancing on giant liquor bottles in what appears to be some sort of salute to jock straps. Back to you, Chris and Eric. All right. Well, that was something. Well, at least it was fairly balanced. And now it's time for a word from our official parade coverage sponsor, the Dinner Party Show's West Hollywood Board of Tourism. Well, hello there. Remember me? No? I won't remember me either until I finish this martini. I was a big deal back in the day. Handsome, dashing, the product of a studio star system that frankly doesn't groom real talent the way it used to. I played leading men, and occasionally I provided a bit of comic relief. And of course, I was always photographed leaving the brown derby with some pretty little starlet I couldn't have cared less about. Why? Because the whole time my name was up in lights at your local movie palace, I was sucking more dick than a pair of BVDs. Now, the only place you can find me is at a West Hollywood sidewalk cafe. 
So, if you're wondering where to spend your gaycation this summer, remember, there's only one city on Earth where, during a walk to the grocery store to get some more lube, you can spot all the men who played the cowboys and dashing princes you loved as a child. And that city is West Hollywood. We may be washed up, but we've all washed up in the same sunny place. And we're still here, so who cares how we held up, you nasty little queen? See you this summer! This message has been brought to you by the Dinner Party Show's West Hollywood Board of Tourism. Come early and stay late, but get vaccinated for meningitis first, because we're all out. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. If you're not offended, you haven't really been listening. Hi, this is Brock and Bastion. I'm Bastion. Just said that, sweetie. I know, dear. I could quit talking altogether and there would never be a lull in the conversation. Is this about the dancer, waiter, actor, model back at the house? Because he clearly had me confused with someone else. I had never seen him. Today, we're here to talk about how to get the most out of the massive gay pride festival, terminus of what many say is an interminable parade. Okay. If you're sure that you're okay. I'm sure we're on the air, and I'm certain that I'll see you back at the house after all the after-after-party guests have dragged home whatever drunken road whore kill they've managed to impress with their connection and their bank balances. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to that. Don't touch me. So we're here to talk about how to get the most out of your gay pride experience. I mean, who comes to these things to feel proud? I've got plenty to be proud of, and this is not it. The trick is to get in without getting lost in the crowd. Fortunately, our nonprofit, Air Quotes, Save the Hot Kids, has a booth at the festival every year. Right, why waste time selling bad jewelry or serving food on a stick when you can just get people to give you their money directly? That's the beauty of charity. Plus, there's priority parking. And a private entrance so you don't have to stand in line with Hoi Polloi. Plus, with hot volunteers, air quotes, to shake down the sucker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean staff the booth. Because nothing separates a gay man from his money faster than a hot volunteer. He's seen pole dancing on a flatbed just a few minutes before. While we're free to shop, hit the dance tent, and flirt with food poisoning, the donations, air quotes, are rolling in. And while we're spending a rewarding and prideful visit to the fair, (laughs) often the longest and most insufferable 45 minutes of our year, during which we can pursue our real purpose for coming to this plebeian dull fest. Scouting for half-dressed party decorations for our after-after pool party at West Hollywood's most sought-after party address, our home, the Glove. With thousands of shirtless hotties wandering around with their pants falling off, it makes me wonder why some of them bother to wear clothes at all. No one here would complain if they just skipped it. (laughs) But it makes it easy to survey the merchandise for our after-after party. We call it the after-after party because after this, after the parade festival, people need a real party to remind them why they're gay in the first place. Best of all, they'll pay anything. 
that out. And it's all for charity. Air quotes. I mean, really, if we wanted to be this tacky, we could just be ordinary. And that's something to be proud of. You're what I'm most proud of. Nice try, Nero. Nero? He had Roman Tinker's tail. Oh, Lord, it's going to be a long weekend. Back to Chris and Eric. We could not be more pleased or surprised that your little show, Air Quotes, is still on the air. Happy Pride! You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. The Dinner Party Show will be the judge of that. What's up, hooker faces? I'm Jordan Ampersand, critic at large for The Dinner Party Show, bringing you the first of many Men on Their Feet interviews from Gay Pride 2013. My best friend Fitzpatrick was supposed to join me today, but he got sober and he won't stop crying, so I told him to stay home or else I was going to shove a sock full of ecstasy down his throat. So anyway, I'm standing here in front of a metal barricade with some unattractive people who have really big signs and a lot of B.O. And not like hot leather daddy B.O., more like standing in line too long at Baja Fresh after chasing the kids through the parking lot B.O. Anyway, let's see what these smelly people are all about. Hi, who are you and why are you yelling into a megaphone? The blood of the lamb shall water the feet of the boy lovers who burn in the fires of Sodom, saith Ephesians 36.12. And your mother. Is this like a rap thing? I don't get it. We are here to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Sodomites who are damned in the eyes of a just Lord. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm here to tell you that gospel is like for big, fabulous black women, and Jesus was a skinny white guy, so I'm sorry, but I don't see a lot of crossover there. Jordan, this is Eric at the parade desk. You are interviewing the protesters. I repeat, you are interviewing the protesters. What are they protesting? Indoor plumbing? Hey, be nice. We're wearing black so that the hate speech on our t-shirts can be clearly seen by all of you. It's not my fault you're not dressed appropriately. The only thing you've got on is a Speedo. My point exactly. It's hot and we've been standing outside all day, all right? Well, then go the fuck home. There's no Walmart here. Now you're just being an elitist. You're being an asshole. You're walking around a gay neighborhood with a giant sign that has two stick figures fucking on it. Those are sodomites demonstrating their downfall in the face of... Whatever. They look like children. You're weird. Go home. We're here to save you. Fine, then. Two questions, Jesus freak. One, if the Bible is so awesome, how come there's no movie based on it coming out this summer? Because the Jewish mafia runs Hollywood. Hello. If there was a Jewish mafia, then Cantor's Deli would serve good pasta. Okay, question two. If God hates me, then why am I so hot? You are kind of hot, so smooth, so glistening. Kind of like Tom Daly right after he comes out of the pool. Thank you. You, unfortunately, look like something out of the Lord of the Rings after it was chased through TJ Maxx. So put it side by side in your head and ask yourself... Who would Jesus do? I think I need to go lie down. I think I need to leave, because this is getting weird. Anyway, back to you at the parade desk, Chris and Eric. For my next interview, I'm going to try to find someone who better represents our community, like a porn star or this guy I met last night who makes these cute little sweaters that are just for your balls. See you in a few, bitches. Well, I actually thought that went rather well. (laughs) 
think you liked his speedo. I thought he stood toe-to-toe with those protesters. I thought he met bigotry with superficiality. Oh, fine. Well, let's see what Breck Artery has for us. Breck? Thanks, Christopher. Thanks, Eric. Our live West Hollywood Pride Parade coverage continues with Rob Wrights of the New Gays in Action Pack, who are marching in today's parade. Thanks for joining us, Rob. You wouldn't miss it, Breck. Love your news reports. Keep the bastards on their toes. Thank you for listening, Rob. Hello. I suppose that you're here today to add your voices in support of the many recent advances in the gay community. Wrong. Oh, Breck, the Gays in Action Pack is a new conservative movement in the gay community. Conservative? How so, Rob? Well, Breck, recent so-called advances in so-called gay rights have actually begun to impinge on the rights that gay people have spent the last couple of hundred years learning to love. Really? Such as? Well, locally here, our parks are being overrun by families with children. Where are we supposed to go to cruise and have furtive illicit sex in the bushes if our park has been taken over? You realize that most of the families in the park here are gay families and their children. That's just my point, Breck. It seems like progress, but is it? I think it is, Rob. I think the point is, with the change in the law, gay sex is no longer illicit. You don't need to hide in the bushes anymore, unless you just want to, but... Correct me if I'm wrong here, that doesn't seem to have anything to do with being gay. I think it has more to do with wanting to have sex in the bushes. But that's just the tip of the iceberg, Brack. Which iceberg, exactly? Well, the one that's sinking all our hard-fought rights under the guise of progress. The whole fabulosity factor of this city is being threatened by new family-oriented businesses and the encroachment of mainstream culture. Where are we supposed to go for sex toys, pornography, or to have sex in the dark with a stranger? Not to be contentious, but I think it would be safe to say in answer to your question... Pretty much anywhere all along this street where we are currently standing, or as gay becomes mainstream, pretty much anywhere. But I think that the point is, none of what you seem to be supporting is related to being gay. It has more to do with your own particular sexual quirks and fetishes, which I venture to say you share with a sizable number of straight people. That's right, Breck. That is why we need the new conservative voice in the gay community. The tea dance party, if you will. We are struggling to hold on to the degrading second-class status that has been what it means to be gay for so long. Pretty soon, this ghetto will be swept away by the mainstream and gay people will be just like everyone else. Isn't that kind of the point of the gay rights movement? Equal rights, as in, the same as everyone. Ah, uh, too true, Breck. That's what gay in action stands for. I get it. Inaction is one word. Well, Rob, that is truly a conservative point of view. That's my cue. Looks like the parade is moving again. Thanks for taking time to talk with us, Rob. Oh, no. It's Officer O'Tough Guy. I'll go peacefully, Officer. All right. Back to the float, you bad boy. Join the tea dance party before equality takes away what I think is special about being gay. <laughs> <laughs>
For those of you at home, Rob is being dragged away by a man in a police uniform and tossed onto the back of a black flatbed truck made up to look like a gay bar in a prison of some sort filled with scantily clad go-go dancers pole dancing on the prison bars that surround them in the gay in action-packed float. Back to you, Chris and Eric. Thanks, Brack. Another highly informative report offering up a unique perspective. Now it's time for another word from our official sponsor for this year's 2013 parade coverage, the dinner party show's West Hollywood Board of Tourism. Summer's here, time to take time for yourself. Have you made your vacation plans yet? The economy is improving and enough already with the staycations. How about a trip to the gayest place on earth? I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And on behalf of the beleaguered residents of West Hollywood and the Dinner Party Show's Board of Tourism, we'd like to welcome you to West Hollywood. Where rock and roll and the Sunset Strip Boys Town and a whole new kind of drag strip. Bitch, please! That's right, you don't have to be gay to find a good time in West Hollywood. But it helps. Though West Hollywood is home to legendary Boys Town and often called the Creative City, it's really Los Angeles's Party Central. And not just at Gay Pride, more than half of all celebrity paparazzi shots and videos from Los Angeles are taken right here in WeHo. Looking beautiful, Kim. So party like a rock star. Or more likely a reality TV celebrity slut. In West Hollywood, the tour buses never stopped circling. And whether it's David Schwimmer, remember him, picking up takeout from his favorite Mexican place, Winona Ryder doing her grocery shoplifting, or Lindsay Lohan showing off her fire crotch, there's always something to see in West Hollywood. Even if you'd rather not. And while it's true that you can't sling a dead cat without hitting a gay bar here in West Hollywood, it's a dead cat! There's plenty to eat here, no matter what your appetite. Most of the top 10 restaurants listed in Vanity Fair's last Oscar special issue are right here in West Hollywood. Along with Vanity Fair's, Elton John's, and most of the big Oscar parties. West Hollywood is home to legendary rock and roll venues like the Whiskey, the Troubadour, and the Viper Room. And speaking of dead celebrities, no trip to West Hollywood would be complete without at least a photo safari to the Chateau Marmont. Or see the balcony where the Millie Vanilli guy threatened to jump at the Mondrian. Or the garage where Sal Menio parked his last car. So, whether you're looking to meet your future ex-husband... Hey, hookers! Stalk Cher on her next trip to the dentist... Okay, you guys, it's me, Cher. Follow this, you bitches. Party like a rock star... Or a Hollywood D-list celebrity... Leave Brittany alone! West Hollywood is the vacation destination for you. No one affiliated with the city of West Hollywood or any official business or tourism organization for the city had anything to do with the preparation of the content of this ad. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. The Dinner Party Show. If you can't think of anything nice to say, you'll probably feel right at home here. Hi, welcome to The Dinner Party Show's coverage of the West Hollywood Gay Pride Parade 2013, where I, Jordan Ampersand, critic at large, am 2013. Wait, no shit. I got confused. Okay, no. What I'm doing is conducting men on their feet interviews with people who aren't lame. 
I am standing here currently with two amazing community leaders who are going to talk about their incredible contributions to West Hollywood and the gay community at large. Meet Sergio and JT. Sergio, tell us about your contributions to the world. I go to gym and I hang out by pools. A renaissance man. What about you, JT? I teach cat yoga and I've got 35,000 Instagram followers. I'm one of them. So tell me, are you guys in a relationship? Till about 8 o'clock tonight, yeah. Fascinating. So tell me, JT, I've noticed that you experience a surge in Instagram followers whenever you post a photo of your naked butt. Do do you see this as philanthropics work for men in other parts of the country who don't always have access to hot butt? Well, now that you put it that way, I mean, I, mean, I guess if you got it, flown it, that's what I say. <laughs> that's so spiritual. Jordan, this is Eric at the parade desk. I know who it is. I would recognize that voice if I was dead. Let's move on from these two alleged community leaders and try to get a more substantive interview going here. Well, I tried to interview that lesbian, but she got all mad. Because you tried to take her gun. It's gay pride. I was just having fun. Yes, but she was a police officer and she was at work. Look, if we're not going to celebrate the contributions of hot men on Instagram, I don't see where the pride is in this pride celebration. We're not celebrating anything. We're just covering it. Speaking of which, now we go back to Breck Artery. Thank God for some live coverage of the actual parade. Breck? Thanks, Eric. Breck Artery live here on Santa Monica Boulevard with more TDBS coverage of Bride 2013. I'm joined by Matilda Haggington, founder and president of the Mighty Hags, Mothers Who Wish They Had a Gay Son. Matilda, thanks for stepping away from the parade for a moment to talk with us. Oh my God, thank you, Breck. Your mother must be so proud. My mother and I actually don't discuss our feelings directly with each other, but let's talk about you and your organization, Mighty Hags. We are, Breck. We started as a support group for moms who were dealing with the tragedy of not having any gay children. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, Breck. Just as many parents have their hearts set on having a boy or a girl, there are a growing number of us who also hope for a gay child. It can be devastating to learn that you're raised exclusively heteronormative children. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I should say. We try to embrace all lifestyles and to be supportive of our non-gay children, but it's hard. Imagine knowing that you'll never be able to share the magic of Oscar night through a gay boy's eyes. Or see your daughter kick the crap out of some little bastard on the peewee football league. Well, you can enjoy all those things with straight children. And we've learned to. That's what Mighty Hags is all about. Coming to accept that our daughters can give us fashion advice, and that it may be our sons who have an aptitude for power tools. Matilda, don't these seem like stereotypes? Oh, we call ourselves the Mighty Hags. Breck, we're good with the whole stereotype thing. In fact, we feel that it is the corrosive influence of shows like Modern Family, Will and Grace, Glee and Queer Eye, and films like The Birdcage and well, most of them, except maybe Brokeback, that reinforce the stereotypical and oftentimes non-existent gay stereotypes that we in Mighty Hags have come to crave and expect. Imagine the disappointment of raising a gay son who has no desire to dress in drag or 
any aptitude for home decorating. Uh, very forward-thinking, Matilda. So, uh, your organization is trying to reset the media's take on modern gays as unique and individual and not some kind of step-and-fetch-it vaudeville version of a gay promulgated by the largely straight-run media? Absolutely not! We want our gays back in their rhinestone-studded pink satin-lined closets where they belong so we can recognize them and include them in our lives in a way that is comfortable for us. Hats off to Modern Family for taking original and unexpected gay characters and turning them slowly, season by season, back into the two-dimensional caricatures we've come to love and expect. Well, thanks, uh, Matilda. Time to climb back aboard your huge pink flatbed with the half-naked men pole dancing on giant dressmaker's dummies and the heels of giant stilettos. And don't forget our muscular leather and denim all-girl truck crew. Who could? Thanks, and back to you, Chris and Eric. Thanks, Breck. And now back here at the TDPS Parade Desk, we're pleased to welcome West Hollywood City Council member Henry Fisterly. Thanks for joining us today, Councilman Fisterly. And thanks for having me, Eric. And thanks to all the visitors and locals who have made today such a beautiful, beautiful outpouring of West Hollywood spirit. I mean, it is just... Wow, are you seeing this Puerto Rican kid in the tube top? I mean, I, oh, I think he's Puerto really? Rican, but who cares with that golden skin? <laughs> this is what West Hollywood's all about, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, Councilman, uh, Councilman, if, if we could maybe get back to the interview. Oh, yes, oh, yes, of course, uh, excuse me. For, for many younger gay men, pride celebrations may seem like a relic from times past when gay visibility was at its lowest and our community was granted almost no legal protections by our state and federal governments. But it's important to remember that for every advance we do make in terms of marriage, equality, and other gay rights struggles, there is a certain character to West Hollywood that we need to celebrate and preserve like the quads on that guy. Jesus, do you see those? I can cut a turkey on each one and I'm going to stop those turkeys. Uh, Councilman, Councilman, you're a public servant and you're here to speak on behalf of city government. Now, please control your You know, Eric, this kind of attitude of yours is exactly why we need pride celebrations to begin with. Excuse me? Listen, I've been an activist in the trenches for 30 years, and there can be no equality for gay people until you sit here happily while I act like an inappropriate pig. I mean, what is this? Calabasas? Is this Calabasas? No, it's my radio show, and you're embarrassing yourself, Councilman. I'd like to embarrass myself all over the scruffy guy on those roller skates. Hey, how's it going, Xanadu? You got some places I dare to go. (laughs) Well, I guess we're seeing why you're the most controversial member of West Hollywood City Council. You betcha. I'm the only one with the guts to try to pass ordinances that help us all delude ourselves into believing our local population is actually made up of the attractive young men who can no longer afford to live here. Uh Because we will not be a real community unless we make all of our priorities about the guys we want to fuck. 
That's why I see. I've just proposed a special tax break for men under 25 who are willing to enter into open relationships with guys over 50. Progressive. And let's not forget about Ass Grab Appreciation Day where $5 is donated to the AIDS Healthcare Foundation every time you grab a waiter's ass in West Hollywood. Lovely. How's that for community involvement, Prudy Pants? Harvey Milk would be so proud. Oh, well, wait, are you seeing the plans for my gay porn star wax museum? Everyone's like, where are we going to put it? I'm like, hello, we'll just put it where we built that library. Holy shit, man. Look at that muscle queen dressed like a bumblebee. What am I doing here discussing our community with you? It's gay pride. I got to go tap that honeypot. Someone should tell him bees have stingers. This is uh, Eric Shaw Quinn, and I'm going to need a few minutes to recover from that disaster. Then we'll be back here with a wrap-up of our coverage of Gay Pride 2013 in West Hollywood, where I'm being told the 10-hour parade will culminate with a very special surprise. Can't wait! You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. The Dinner Party Show. Dessert is on us. Let us get some on you. Hi, I'm Jordan Ampersand, bringing you another Men on Their Feet interview from Gay Pride in West Hollywood. And to be honest, I can't really find another person to interview that isn't a total loser. Has so the Clown King burned his banana tree? It's my best friend, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, you're not sober anymore. Yay! I want to put wrapping paper around the sun. I'm so glad you came to your senses. Being sober is a drag, and it kills your creativity. Geckos in your eyes. Thank God we can communicate again. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for me, Jordan Ampersand. My best friend's back now, so I'm off to enjoy the rest of the festivities before anyone sees what an awful job we did on the dinner party show float, which is totally about to screw up the entire parade. See ya, hookers. Happy Pride. Take it away, Breck Farting Tree. <laughs> And now the moment we've all been waiting for, the Dinner Party Show Pride Parade Float, featuring the Restless Lag Dancers. Oh, God, really? Can this be good? Needless to say, Christopher and I were pretty nervous about this up here at the parade desk. Maybe with more space, there'll be less, you know, breakage. And it seems the Dinner Party Show float is made entirely out of old audio tape, thousands of unused autographed headshots of Chris and Eric, and old cookies, which probably explains all the pigeons. In keeping with this year's theme, the first ever for L.A. Pride, the sacred and the profane, the float is in the shape of a cathedral with stained glass windows crafted entirely of translucent candy wrappers and old crispy cream boxes that depict the struggle to get the Dinner Party Show on the air. And if that's not profane enough, ladies and gentlemen, dressed as nuns, the Restless Lag Dancers! Look out! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You should maybe back up! Oh my god! Wait! God, why did you do this? Whose idea was this? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god, there's a wild I think that's oh, the giraffe from Hangover, part three. Let's check out Benagas. Oh my god. Look out. Move those children back. Is she on fire? Why do you think we're on fire? Put her out. Oh my god. My god, what have we done? 
Alva Humanity. This is Brett Gartery live from the tragic scene of this year's dinner party show entry in the Los Angeles Gay Pride Parade 2013. On behalf of all of us at TDPS News, we wish you good night, good dinner, and a life you are always proud to live. Well, that was, uh, I mean, it was... The last time we let the correspondent surprise us with the parade float? Uh, that sounds like a good place to start. I thought the stained glass windows were kind of great. Uh, They were made entirely out of lint truffle wrappers generated during the making of the show. We eat a lot of chocolate. And all of those Krispy Kreme boxes, I had no idea. I I really need to get a handle on that. (laughs) I thought it looked a lot like us. So that brings us to the rather tragic ending of a pretty checkered bit of parade coverage. Well, suck it, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Today Show parade coverage. I'm not really sure if we're there yet. Sadly, due to scheduling conflicts and technical difficulties, we were never able to get that interview with this year's LA Pride Grand Marshal, whoever that turns out to be. And we'd like to take this opportunity to apologize for any part we played in creating that technical difficulty and grinding the entire parade to a halt. So, this seems like as good a time as any to wrap up tonight's coverage and thank you for joining us. Next week, the dinner party show goes to the movies. It's our first annual summer movie preview special. Featuring returning guest Ted Johnson, deputy editor of Hollywood Trade Magazine, Variety, and host of the Wilshire and Washington blog, which covers the intersection of politics and entertainment. We'll be talking about what we can't wait to see, can't wait to miss, and recapping how the summer movie season is going so far. Spoiler alert! No spoilers here. That's right, The Dinner Party Show is a spoiler-free zone, so join us next week for our summer movie preview. Meanwhile, we wish you a joyous and proud weekend. It's not about being gay, it's just about being proud of yourself, whoever you are. Unless you're the restless leg dancer. Right? Yeah, you guys really need to practice some more. I don't know. Maybe get your eyes checked. So that's it for us. Till next time, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to our special 2013 Gay Pride Parade coverage here at the Dinner Party Show. Thanks.
I've been to a marvelous party. 